Hey there, hi there. Hey look, there's a hoe right over there. It's Amber Gamer Guy and welcome to Hysterical Horizons, the show that broadens your horizons hysterically. Today, I want to ask a very, very important question, ladies and gentlemen. Why so serious? But, uh, in, in all seriousness, why so serious, ladies and gentlemen? Why is it that uh, we tend to get angry nowadays instead of just... <laughs> that was a really fucking creepy laugh right there. <clears throat> it's what happens when you've been shouting at your computer for fucking too long. And uh, realistically, that's what happens when you go on Twitter every day. And that's what happens when you take the world so fucking seriously. You end up sounding a little fucking creepy. I mean, let's just look at it through uh, a rather intelligent lens. From not myself, I'm a retard after all. After all, this show is hosted by a retard. That's why I just said after all twice in a row, as if you didn't fucking get it the first fucking time. But that's not on you, that's on me for being a retard. You're not the retard, you're the one laughing at the retard because, hey, who the fuck said you can't? The retard's telling you, you're allowed to. Now, of course, other people are going to say, well, if a retard's saying it, that doesn't make it true. But, you know, people listen to Donald Trump all the time, so I think we're fine. You have to admit that even if you listen to Biden and you think that anything he says makes sense, then you're kind of in the same boat, too. Because let's just look at history, people. Bush changed nothing. Obama changed nothing. Because uh, Obama didn't change the war. That shit kept going. He killed Osama, allegedly. I mean, I'm just saying, we never saw real evidence. I mean, we're just supposed to take their word for it? Is that like we were supposed to just take the word that, you know, Oswald killed JFK on his own just because he fucking thought that up was like a good idea? Just saying. These are the questions that uh, kept me out of the really good schools and then also got the shit kicked out of me by my teachers. I think another really interesting question to ask is, what started this seriousness? Because a long time ago, Great comedian Louis Black once said that he lived in Washington and he was constantly surrounded by the local news was there, the national news was there, and every day he'd see something that just pissed him off so much he'd want to run down screaming, FUCK YOU! But he realized that was no way to live. So, I'm wondering, why is it that uh, so many people think that it's a perfectly acceptable way to live by going on Twitter every day and just screaming, FUCK YOU! As if it's going to do something. Positive or negative. I, I don't think it's really going to have any effect. I mean, the only thing you're really doing is killing time. Which isn't really a good use of your time. I think you could be having fun. You could be, you know, losing yourself in a, in a good game, a good book, a good movie. You could be learning something about the world. You could be getting out and enjoying the world. But instead, you know, you're just looking at your phone screaming, FUCK YOU! But that's what happens when you take the world so seriously. For example, gay people really need to get a sense of humor. Now, I'm not saying that you need to tolerate being 
disparaged for being gay. That's different. But uh, there are all sorts of quirks to life. And we need to laugh at them because if we take them seriously, eventually when somebody brings them up, we're going to think they're bringing them up to put us down instead of just pointing out, hey, that's kind of funny. Like, isn't it kind of funny that one might think if you were in a gay relationship that you'd never have that moment of not being able to fuck because, you know, your dude's never going to be on his period. But, um, yeah, there's something gay people don't talk about a lot. They don't get to have sex nearly as often as straight people because it's just not a... Well, I mean, it can be a spontaneous thing if you're barbaric and don't mind the mess, but uh, if you're not barbaric, and most gay people aren't, they're very clean people. Somehow that's going to be seen wrong. I'm bisexual, so I'm just saying they're very clean people because I'm not part of that tribe, and we are a very tribal people. So let's just understand that for a moment. <laughs> But beyond that, let's look at the facts here. If you're gay and you wake up next to your uh, boyfriend, Jim Bob, and you're like, Jim Bob, wanna fuck? Jim Bob's gonna be like, oh God, honey, no. I've got a case of the Taco Bell shits. And that puts a real dampener on the mood. And with, Unless you're like a fucking straight gay man, you're like, well, that's just more lube then, honey, let's go. You probably learned that in prison. God knows I did. In any case, moving right along. How have you been these days? I don't think anybody really asks that question seriously. We take everything very seriously, but we don't seem to take other people too seriously. It's like all these Democrats. I mean, don't get me wrong, liberals. I think that your hearts are in the right place. And I think that on a lot of points, you're fucking right. But can we not agree that it's a wee bit hypocritical to dislike Trump for being so much of a bully and then to just turn around and bully his supporters? It's like, if we want to look at it like the liberals are the really smart people, then what does that make the conservatives? The fucking morons. So essentially, instead of laughing at these retards, you're just bullying them. And let me tell you as a retard, that is not okay. It is not okay to bully someone because they're a fucking retard. You gotta, you gotta just let them be themselves. They're funny. And some of them, you know, they make good points. They don't express them in the healthiest of ways, but they make good points. Um, and, you know, that the same could be said about you liberals. Because you'd think you'd have to be also a little bit retarded to go out and insult people for who they're voting for or anything of the nature and thinking it will do any good. I get it. You don't like Trump. I get it that this is a scary time because more people than ever due to the Twitter matrix are aware of politics and more people than ever are aware that we are totally fucking out of control of our politics. They are completely out of our control. Yeah, we get to vote on things, but we all got to vote the last time and this is what we got and just bear in mind that aside from the fact that Obama didn't piss people off quite as badly as Trump let's not be kidding ourselves here and say that he didn't piss people off but let's just also be truthful and admit that he didn't piss them off as bad as Trump does he dropped just as many bombs as Bush he got rich from the war just like Bush 
he didn't change anything really. I mean, he could have he could have really instigated gun control after Sandy Hook. He didn't do that. I mean, he could have done a lot of things that he didn't do because he had to have the corporate money. It's, it's just the way politics work. It's why change is so very slow. That or there are a group of people who are in control of the world and presidents are just figureheads. I mean, I haven't figured this shit out. Don't blame me. I'm just the retard who's talking to you. But that's why we shouldn't take it so seriously. Because when you take this stuff so seriously, you end up marching in the streets like John Lennon and you end up pissing off the wrong people and bad things happen. I don't know who's in power. And honestly, looking around at the world and realizing that most of us are a little bit retarded, it does beg the question, perhaps are those in power just doing the absolute fucking best that they can? You know, our parents most of the time probably really abused us as children. Let's not, let's not sidestep that fact, but let's also not sidestep the fact that they probably didn't mean to either. That a lot of the shit that fucked us up was just them doing the best they could. And um, I'm inclined to believe that who's ever running shit is kind of of the same cloth. Because if they were totally fucking evil, I think America would look different. Maybe these people are just in charge of America. Maybe they're in charge of the world. Maybe the world's just like a testing ground for different kinds of political power and they want to see which one best works. I don't know. I'm a retard. But I do know that we should be asking these questions and not taking them too seriously because the other problem that happens when you take them too seriously besides potentially pissing off the wrong people is you start not being able to sleep at night because you become paranoid that the wrong people already know about you and that they're already out to get you when they probably don't give a flying fuck. Because legitimately, um, the world seems to be a very different place than it was when JFK got his brain splattered in Dealey Plaza. The world has changed drastically over the past 20 years. These are facts. And as a retard, I wonder, why am I the only one who are noticing these facts? The world has changed, but politics really haven't changed. What has changed is us. I mean, we are a bit retarded, but I would like to actually point out that in our retardedness, we're stumbling upon shit we haven't really done before because I do admit why a lot of you are pissed off on Twitter and just run around screaming, fuck you, like it's gonna do some kind of good. Don't know what else to do because this is your first time at the rodeo. You've never cared about these things before. You've lived in a bubble your entire life like everybody else. And that's understandable. It's understandable that uh, you'd be driven a little nutty by realizing what's going on in the world. But that's why, from one retard to another, I have to say, please, calm the fuck down. Listen, folks, it's October 28th, 2020. The election's coming up. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Nobody does. Uh, this is going to be one for the books. No matter what happens, it will be one for the books. I mean, this has been a year for the books. When was the last time we had 
some shit like this. 2001, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, what? I mean, this has been a fucking fascinating year. Granted, a lot of people have fucking died, and that's morbid as fuck, and it sucks, and, um... I do tend to agree with Chester Bennington's song, Who Cares If One More Light Goes Out. Well, I do, I do, but there's nothing I can also fucking do about it at the same time, so... I'm gonna have to laugh about it, because otherwise, if I just start caring as much as Chester did, I'm gonna fucking kill myself like Chester did, and I don't wanna fucking do that shit. There are too many comedians who walk down that road. So do you see why I'm telling you we can't take things so seriously? I'm asking you because I don't fucking know if I'm making good points. You can't blame me. I'm a retard. I have the paperwork. I'm actually like full-blown autistic. Now they did say that I was potentially an autistic savant. <laughs> Which means that I should be able to talk out of my ass like I know more than you people. But I don't think I know any more than you. I just think for some reason... I've smoked enough weed that I've become more aware of shit that most of you haven't, and then somehow I've able to, like, calm myself down and just laugh myself hysterically into some incredibly broadened horizons. <laughs> Hysterical horizons right there. Isn't that a cool name? No? It's, 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 it's kind of lame, isn't it? Nah, it's an awesome name. But I'm a retard, so I don't have a lot of confidence within myself. Actually, this self-confidence and positivity that you're seeing actually only happened this year. Who'd have thunk it? During the worst year in American history that we've seen in a little while, you do have to admit that. It's been a little while since we've seen a year quite this fucked up. Somehow, I just, I looked at the world and I was like, well, the world may be fucked up, but you know what? I can control me. Everybody my entire life was just like, you're gonna have, deal with depression and anxiety, you're gonna have to take antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications, and I was just like, hey, Fuck you! I don't want to do that! And uh, I just uh, started deciding to take control of my mind and decided to start laughing at things and finding the humor in anything I could, even if it's like the most fucked up thing I can imagine. Like, did you know that Judy Garland was molested by the munchkins on the set of The Wizard of Oz? Now, that's both horrific and fucking hilarious. It's not hilarious that a 16-year-old girl had a fucking munchkin stick their hand up her skirt. She was going, what are you doing? Get your filthy little hands out of my yellow brick road. But at the same time, that's some funny-ass shit right there. And it's funny because it's true. And it's fucking horrifying because it's true. But Judy Garland's dead, probably because she was molested by a bunch of fucking munchkins. And who would have thought that fucking midgets, yeah, I'm going to call you guys fucking midgets. No, I'm going to call you fucking munchkins, yeah. Because who would have thought fucking munchkins would be capable of abusing a fucking underage girl? You know what, actually, on second thought, considering all the Hollywood executives were also probably taking turns with poor Judy Garland, they probably learned it from somewhere else and... They were probably just like, well, if the big kids can get away with it, what about us little kids? Because you'd have to be childish to think that it's any kind of acceptable to fuck a 16-year-old girl like that. I mean, for fuck's sake. This is coming from somebody who's dated a 16-year-old girl. Okay? I've been in that situation. I got in that situation because I thought she was older than me. Then we ended up having a connection. And I ended up meeting her parents and they were okay with it. 
And now I'm looking back on it like, that was fucked up. But the more fucked up thing is that I was more immature than she was. Like, she was actually smarter than I was, more mature than I was, knew more shit than I was, was a better person than I was. And, um, yeah. It was probably the best relationship I was ever in, and that's a fucked up thing to say. But as I'm telling you, that that came from an actual place of getting into an actual relationship with someone before I knew their age. Because they actually looked older than 16. It's really more fucked up when somebody looks younger than 16 and you want to diddle them just because they are 16. And it's even more fucked up when you don't wait till they turn 18 to diddle them. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't fool around with my 16-year-old girlfriend when I was 20 because that's also the thing. I was 20 and she was 16 and in my fucking head I was thinking, she's only four years younger than me. If I'm 24, then she's 20 and we have this connection and that's exactly how her parents looked at it. And her parent, her dad actually looked at Lockheed Martin, so he took me aside the first time. He's like, now I know how teen boys can be. But if you do anything to her before she turns 18, I just want to let you know that I make Predator missiles and I already know where you live because I have connections in the government. So don't fucking do it. You can hug her, you can kiss her, but you can't fuck her till she's 18. Deal? I looked at him and went, deal! With that same high inflection, like, deal! Uh-huh! Yes, sir! I promise I will not stick anything inside of her until she is 18! I do not want to get blown the fuck up! He's like, good, good answer. Because you know that I can have you blown up and I can just make it look like an accident. Now, the only person who knows if that really happened is him and me. And he's going to tell you it did happen. Because it fucking did. And it scared the shit out of me. Okay, metaphorically, it happened. He told me he knew people and that something bad would happen to me if I, if I touched his daughter. I got to be honest with you. I can't lie to you. But... He's probably, if he's listening to this at any point in the future, he's probably laughing his ass off right now. Good man he was. Even though he made bombs that killed a lot of innocent people. Hey, I gotta be honest with you, dude. Not gonna say your name for fear of getting you in trouble. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying. The stuff that you were making was not used properly. That's not totally on you. But at the same time, you know, just be glad that, you know, even though you lost your job and that kind of sucked from a monetary standpoint with your family, it's good that you're no longer making bombs that are killing small children like your family once were. So, hey. <laughs> Gotta be happy for the little things, right? <laughs> we have to be able to find the humor in any fucking situation. Like, I fucking think now, looking back, it's fucked up that I dated a 16-year-old girl when I was 20. But at the same time, I know my head and my heart and my dick were in the right places at the right times. But I also know, most of all, that there are a lot of men who are attracted to underage girls simply because they're underage, and this doesn't seem to get talked about a lot. What seems to happen is that you'll have the case brought up in France a lot of the time, 
Because this shit happened a lot in France back in the 60s and 70s. They had fucking college professors going out with, like, girls younger than 17, like, between 15 and 17, really. And it was frequent. And um, I'd have to say that as much as I love your films, Mr. Basson, you have been involved in some creepy relationships. And as much as I love the film Lyon, and as much as it depicts the way that things should be done, where a little slutty girl is going to keep making advances on you and all you have to keep doing is going, no, 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 no. You weren't the dude who said no, 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 no. So even though you made the right message in the movie and it came across the right way, it also came across creepy because people know who you are and they couldn't see past that. Like, it's obvious that hopefully you've grown past that. But that's the thing. I never looked at the 16-year-old girl I dated like she was this little dainty thing because she was heavier than me and taller than me. Now, I'm not trying to put you down if you're listening to this at some point. You are an incredible woman. You were beautiful. I hope that you've lost weight simply for your health's sake because you are a very good person. Um, and that's the only reason why I'm being so baby-handed right now because I do enjoy making fat jokes. But um, you've also never been one of those body-positive people that were really encouraging other people to just eat whatever the fuck they wanted. You were body-positive in the sense that, you know, people of your size can be sexy. That's a good idea because you can be. It's just the problem with that is it kind of nullifies the fact that what you're doing with your body is the same thing as somebody smoking a cigarette. Like, you're killing yourself slowly, and if that's what you intend to do, that's cool, but you should, like, kind of wear a sign with pride saying, I love committing suicide slowly. Because if you're doing anything to shorten your life in any sense of the way, you are just slowly committing suicide. There's no other way to look at it. And I think that there's some real mental illness in our country that we don't kind of understand that. Like, if you're not taking care of your body, if you're doing things to potentially really fuck your body up, and I'm not even talking about the jackass guys doing stupid stunts, because the creator of the universe seems to protect idiots. Like, whatever the fuck is going on with this quantum mechanical bullshit, people who are just doing funny shit for the sake of doing fun shit without thinking, is this going to hurt me? Don't seem to get hurt too badly. But those who are literally doing something with the knowledge like, I might kill myself, but who fucking cares? Who wants to live forever, right? Person's dead later on at life, much earlier than they fucking should be, for no fucking reason. I don't get why, you know, collectively as a group, we just accept that society is so fucking depressed that, you know, if somebody just wants to go, hey, life fucking sucks and I can't wait to fucking just... that that's okay. That that's a normal, healthy, natural response. It's kind of fucked up. I mean, you should cherish your life. It's like all these Christians who are wanting the rapture. I'm like, yo, don't you think that that's like the last resort that Christ and God came up with just in case shit gets totally fucked up down here that they're just like come up and fucking just beam everybody out who who's not going to be a fucking troublemaker, who isn't responsible for making the mess. But by that same breath, isn't it possible that, like, if we just fucking start picking up the pieces now, that that shit will never happen? And then the Christians are always going to chime in, like, well, who are we to interfere with God's plan? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody who's grateful for the gifts 
that God gave you. It's something that's a little fucked with ye Christians. You think God gave you all of this. And you think you don't have to be responsible with it. You don't think that you have to be the bigger people. You don't think that when you see a Muslim that you go, Oh my goodness. Even though Jesus and Muhammad came from the same place, Christianity and Islam were born on two separate continents, which meant that these faiths needed to exist to get those two people to listen, those groups of people to listen to the same fucking message. That's a miracle right there. I mean, we don't really think about where the Bible started, where it was created. I don't even fucking know. I'm a retard. I just think it's a little odd that if the Bible predated, you know, the Quran, that there aren't a lot more Christians in the Middle East. There's probably somebody going, well, they killed all the Christians. But if you know anything about the Quran and the genesis of it, you'd realize that it was because there were people enslaving innocent people, torturing and killing them, enforcing, enforcing them, forcing them, I'm retarded, forgive me, forcing them to believe in things that they didn't want to believe in. Now, I'm not sure if these people were Christians, but I damn sure know that they were not following Christ's teachings. So whatever fucking came out of whatever the fuck religions were going on over there that, that predate Islam that, are, that were the results of the teachings of Muhammad and then later uh, that dealt with um, one of the first callers to Mecca named Belial. And I only know a little bit about that because there was like a fucking awesome animated movie called Belial. And it was, it's like a fucking, it's Braveheart done Pixar style. Fucking watch it. Amazing movie. It's not even like indoctrinating you into Islam because they don't even really use um, the term Islam or even say Muhammad. Like it's very even handed to where they're showing all of the beliefs, but without stuffing it down your fucking throat to where you can look at that and go, huh? This is a good story. This could have walked right out of the Bible. If the Bible's just a collection of stories, why haven't we just translated the Quran? I mean, if we took the Old Testament and the New Testament and went, BAM! Those are, that's one book. Why haven't we done that with the Quran? Like, maybe it fits in... Well, actually, since Muhammad came after Jesus... Holy shit, it's the sequel to the Bible! The Quran's the sequel! Wow, because what must have happened was Muhammad must have really loved Christ's teachings because they mentioned Christ a lot in the fucking Quran. And he must have noticed that those teachings were being bastardized and misproperly used. And that's why he created a system that was about sheer faith and teaching about prophets who are spreading the word of the one true God. And that's why they always say God is great. It just so happens that some of their retarded followers say that before they blow themselves up. And that's not Allah's fault. That's not Muhammad's fault. In Muhammad's time, there was no such thing as a suicide bomber. I mean, there might have been like a suicide Buddhist kind of shit where they might run into town square and going, Allahu Akbar, and set themselves on fire. But that would have been it. 
Because to kill somebody else would have been, you know, to destroy all of humanity, which is what it says in the fucking Bible. In the Quran, rather. Which, hey, 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 should be part of the Bible. So I wasn't too wrong right there, even though I'm retarded. Maybe I am retarded, but I don't know. Maybe teaching us that all of these different belief systems seem to point to the same shit, and we shouldn't fight and argue amongst each other when, hey, we might not be seeing the exact same trees, but we're seeing the same fucking forest, and that's a miracle in of itself. Have you noticed that Star Trek fans and Star Wars fans rarely fucking get along? That it's very rare for somebody to be like, yo, I like Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm one of them, but it's a fucking rare breed. I'm a unicorn. In more ways than one. I don't know about the other ways, I just know I probably fucking am. Because I'm a retard who has these occasional smart thoughts, but doesn't know what the fuck to do with them, because I'm a fucking retard. Which is why I have this podcast... So I can speak out here to you, because you might be retarded like I am, but you might be smarter than I am. More than likely, you are smarter than I am. And uh, you might not have been able to think of these ideas, or you might not have been aware of these ideas, but now that you are, maybe you can do something with them. By all means, please do something with them if they intrigued you enough that you've listened this long into the podcast. Now, this isn't one of my most lengthy podcasts recently, but I decided to keep this one short and sweet and to the point, focused, you know, kind of like a private stand-up special since I can't actually go out and work on my routine publicly with an actual audience that's going to laugh at the jokes and I'm going to see if it's working, if it's not working, since, you know, the likes of Bill Burr, who's my fucking idol, and you can tell by the shit that I'm doing on this podcast that I worship the ground the dude walks on, but in fairness, it's because he doesn't act like you should worship him. It's like, y y you you've shown me the light. And you don't even act like you know it all. But you do seem to know it all. Are you Jesus Christ reincarnated? Or is that Jim Carrey? I mean, he does have the right initials and he did make Bruce Almighty. Those are jokes. I don't believe those things seriously. I also do speak in metaphors. So the truth to that, because if you didn't listen to some of my previous podcasts where I really explain why everything I say is essentially true from a certain point of view, yep, that's a really good saying you came up with, George. It's a way that you swept everything under the rug that were potential plot holes. In any case, it's because I like to speak in pure metaphors. I like to uh, think of ideas in that sense, like, doesn't it make more sense that if Jesus Christ was truly a selfish being, that instead of coming back as Jesus Christ, he would just send out his essence to the pure-hearted, and they would carry on his legacy and do his work. And that's also why some of them are, you know, really humble and happy, or not necessarily humble and happy, but calm, like Jim Carrey. I wouldn't say that he's happy all the time. I think there's actually a great darkness brewing underneath that happiness. And I think his in incredible show, Kidding, kind of pointed that out. <laughs> but then there are those like Bill Burr, who's got incredible positivity and happiness. He's just got fucking anger! But like, if you're aware of more shit than most people, you're gonna be angry about it. Especially if potentially you've got more fucking unconditional love in your heart that Christ and I mean it's like if we're all one consciousness if this quantum mechanic shit is real and actual scientists say it is not it's not a pseudoscience so that's why I'm like this is fucking impressive because this means that there could actually be weight to all this shit 
It might not just be the insane ramblings of a retard. It might just take a fucking retard to have some insane-ass ramblings that then another retard's going to think about it and go, well, we need to get some smart motherfuckers to hear this insane shit because this insane shit sounds like with the stuff that we're learning, it could make sense. And we've all been fucking taught how to not have these pure imagination thoughts. It's like I walked into Willy Wonka and I'm just like, we are the dream makers. And we. It's like, I can't even remember the fucking quote because I'm so fucking retarded. It's like, isn't it? No, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams. And it's like, well, did you fucking know about the quantum field, my friend? Because if we can manifest shit through that, the sky's the motherfucking limit. And that means that potentially Christ could have sent his consciousness out through that field. Maybe that Akashic Record shit. Google the Akashic Record. Try to figure out what that is. It's fucking, it's this, it's the internet before the internet. It's what every genius supposedly, according to ancient aliens, which sounds fucking crazy until you start reading this shit and researching it and going, well, these people sound like they're talking out of their ass, but they're also making some incredibly good points. This seems to be based in legitimate research that's just labeled as pseudoscience. But the problem with that is that quantum mechanics is essentially magic that's been given a scientific name because it's a magic field that you can talk to through our mental intentions and then shit manifests in the real world. That's magic, motherfucker! Scientists just didn't want to call it magic. They want to try to understand the shit, so we've called it quantum mechanics. Fantastic. I'm all for it. But let's just realize that if that shit's real and our cynical heads have been so far up our asses that we're just like, oh, yes, all those wondrous dreams and imaginative thoughts are just that. They're products of our imagination. Like, what the fuck if our imagination created us? You know, we've always wondered what created the universe. What if the creator, like, is had that power? I don't fucking know, but, like, somehow they tapped into the quantum field and they just created everything. What if they're the most powerful one and then nobody else had that power and then they gave it to the, he gave it to the one dude, Christ, his son, and he's like, go use it for good and then everybody killed him and then they're like, okay, it doesn't work if we give it to one person. Let's just give it to all who are pure of heart and see what happens. Maybe God's like fucking Zordon and we're all, all artists are like fucking Power Rangers. I don't fucking know. I know how retarded that sounds. Do you know how I know how retarded that sounds, people? But I just know that the metaphoric truth to, to that fucking retarded statement is actually metaphorically some kind of truth. And that blows my little retarded mind. And even if it doesn't blow your retarded minds, I hope you found this shit funny. And I hope in some way I have broadened your horizons hysterically because I'm here to entertain you. I don't pretend to have all the answers, and I damn sure don't want to make you feel so serious about things. I damn sure don't want you to feel more depressed about things. If you want to feel more depressed about things, go on Twitter and just look at the state of the world and hate yourself and contemplate suicide like everyone fucking does. At a certain point, if you want to be connected to the world, you have to stop taking it so seriously. In any case, I've been Amber Gamer Guy. You all have been most excellent. This has been a most excellent adventure, and we'll have another one later days.